You are listening to The Music Room with Aileen Miracle. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 94 of The Music Room. First of all, I want to apologize that it has been a while since I recorded a podcast. I try to put out a new podcast episode every two weeks, and it's been a little bit longer than that. I've just had a lot going on in my life. One thing I do want to mention is that I actually will have a new role starting with the 2023-2024 school year. I will no longer be teaching music. I will actually be the Unified Arts Curriculum Supervisor for my district, so like an arts coordinator position. I'm really excited about this new role. Obviously, I'm going to miss teaching a lot, but I will still be visiting a lot of music classrooms, hopefully, and will, I'm hoping, be able to still teach some songs and teach some activities and that kind of thing, but I'll be working for the district as a curriculum supervisor, so super exciting. So I've just been really busy with all of that. All right, today we are going to talk about five fun ways to practice ticka ticka or 16th notes. And before we dive in, I want to mention that it really doesn't matter what counting system you use or what rhythm syllables you use, whether you're using ticka ticka for 16th notes or tiri tiri or takadimi or one ianda, it doesn't really matter. All of these activities and ways of practicing 16th notes it really doesn't matter what counting system you're using choose whatever works for you and that should be great okay something else i want to mention before we dive into the activities is that i have taken out a few songs from my repertoire that i had traditionally used for many many years but in the last few years have found out that these songs are problematic so i just want to mention that in case you haven't heard about these songs being problematic dinah and dance josie are no longer in my repertoire dinah is known as potentially being a minstrel song and dance josie has some racist versions of the song so i made the decision to take both of those out of my curriculum. And then Paw Paw Patch, I still use it, but with some adaptations because the lyrics focus on Susie being little and pretty with the suggestions of other educators. Like I watched Christopher Roberts a few years ago present about Paw Paw Patch and he talked about how he has students brainstorm other words besides pretty that could be used in the song and I think that's a great idea and it's also a pop-up patch the way that it's set up is very like if you play in the traditional way the way that I learned it is boys on one side girls on the other you know because we have the verse that's like come on boys let's go find her I don't split up the students boys and girls either so I just it's who whoever's in line so you might even change the wording from come on boys to come on now let's go find her or something like that so just some thoughts there with your repertoire but I'll go ahead and dive into some of these all right so activity one that I really love for Tikka Tikka is poison the idea of poison is you can write a rhythm pattern on the board for example you could write ta ta ticka ticka ta on the board and i like to put a little cloud around it i can also link in my tpt store i have some poison games that are already available already ready made so i can link to my ticka ticka poison pattern but the idea anyway is you could write it on the board or have it already printed out with a cloud around it and then the students have to echo all of the patterns that you clap except for if you clap that and they clap it 
then they are out. And there's kind of like a different levels of playing this. Like level one might be you say the rhythm syllables as you're clapping it. And then a little bit harder than that, you clap it without saying it. So level one would be like ta, ta, ticka, ticka, ta. And then level two would be you just clapping it without saying those rhythm syllables. And level three could be you play it on a recorder or something like that where it's all on one note you know, do, 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 kind of thing, which is even a little bit harder. So students love this game. I've played it from first grade to fifth grade and every grade really enjoys it. They love that challenge. And when they hear it's a poison pattern, I, in the last couple of years, have started to make the, have them make an X with their arms to show that they know it's a poison pattern. And then if they clap when they're not supposed to, they're supposed to sit down. You will have some kids who want to yell at other kids, you need to sit down. So you want to address that and talk to them about worrying about themselves and that you will try to monitor who needs to sit down. Another way that I've played this, and I can't remember who I learned this from, but this is a, another fun twist on poison, is instead of, you know, now that I'm saying this out loud, it might be from Dale Duncan who has his S cubed method. If you teach choir, you should check that out. I can link to that in the show notes. But he has something that's like poison, but I believe he calls it forbidden pattern. And what he does is instead of sitting down and you're out, he does like teacher against choir, I think, or you could do teacher against class, where if anybody claps when they're not supposed to, you get a point. If nobody claps, they get a point. So that's just another little twist. And lately I've been having students choose whichever one they wanna do. And a lot of times they are choosing that teacher against class, which is fun. So that's a really great way to assess their audiation and identification of rhythm patterns. And it can also be played with melody. But since we're talking about Ticket Ticket today, that's what I have for the first activity. All right, second activity is a song Kookaburra with a game that I actually created this year. So this song Kookaburra is just a really fun song. I am actually not going to link to, to it in the show notes because it is a copyrighted song, but I know a lot of you know the song. It was written by, I believe, an Australian music educator named Marion Sinclair. And there's all these different verses that you can sing with it. Super fun. And for years, I just sang it without any kind of game. And I was like, well, not all songs need games. It's fine. You know, and it really is. You don't have to have a game. Well, a few years ago, I think Emily, who used to be my student teacher, and then she was my traveler for a while. And now she's an assistant principal in another district. She had this like night at the museum game with it where like a student is like a museum guard and when they turn around and close their eyes or whatever like everyone behind them can move and then when the museum guard like turns around and looks at everybody they all have to freeze and if someone's not frozen then they're out and it is a super fun game the kids really enjoy it but I don't know I I always felt like I was missing a piece of how to explain it so that it doesn't turn into chaos I know she did the song and the game well I just, there's something about the way that I think I was explaining it, like maybe I was missing a piece of it and it it seemed to end up with kids arguing with each other a lot. So this year I was like, I could do the Night at the Museum game, but I just don't think I'm explaining it well. There's something about it that I'm not doing right. So what, what else could I do with it? So I used to play Billy Sad with my students and that's a song that's like, Billy sad, Billy sad, tell me why are you so sad? This is why I'm so sad, cause my name is Billy sad, which is probably 
composed. That sounds like a really composed song, but I have no idea who it's composed by. But I learned it in my Kodai levels. But the game is one kid is trying to make another kid laugh and they have like 10 seconds or 15 seconds or something like that to do to do that. So I thought, why don't I do that with Kookaburra since it the song talks about laughing. So we sing a verse of Kookaburra and then one student tries to make another student laugh. They can't touch that student them, and they can't make any noise. And then the other student has to look at them in the eye, which is great for teaching eye contact. <laughs> they have 10 seconds to try to make them laugh. And then if they don't make them laugh, the student trying not to laugh wins or vice versa. And the students have really enjoyed it. It's been really fun. It's just, you know, and Kookaburra is good for Ticka Ticka because it has a unique pattern on the third phrase. It's ta, ticka, ticka, ta, ticka, ticka, on the love, Kookaburra, love, Kookaburra's ta, ticka, ticka, ta, ticka, ticka. And it does have some other unknown rhythms in there. If you're using it for ticka, ticka, students probably don't know tea, ticka yet. They may or may not know half note, which is at the end, but you can just extract that third phrase from it. And then the students have really enjoyed that laughing game. So I wanted to mention it. All right. Activity number three, I'm going to link to this video in the show notes, but I was looking for a video just to practice rhythm reading with ticka, ticka. And I found the super fun Mario video and since you know the Mario movie as I'm recording this the Mario movie came out pretty recently and I watched it and I loved it and the kids really so many of my students have seen it so I found this video and I loved it and the tricky thing about that I'll mention with this is that it uses like ta tt ticket ticket and rest but there's one part of it if you think of like I think it's when Mario goes underground and it's like da 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 it's ticket 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 right so in the video you'll see ticka 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 and then an eighth rest so i do mention to students before we watch the video you're going to see this rhythm that looks like half of a ticka ticka what could we call it so it's good problem solving you know good transfer there and then i i have told them like this thing that you see after the ticka ticka looks like kind of like a number seven it's just uh an eighth rest it lasts for half of a beat you know it's not this big presentation or anything but then we watch the video and read along with it and they really enjoyed the video it's at a good tempo it practices all the rhythms they know and it's got mario in it so they love it and then a couple of my classes sang me their rendition of peaches which was really fun <laughs> all right which is from the movie in case you haven't seen it all right activity number four is the song love somebody with the game which i also really like and so do the students so the song love somebody goes like this love somebody yes i do love somebody yes i do love somebody yes i do love somebody but i won't say who and there's a few different versions of it but that's the one i use so i have the students sing that and then i have one student come up and think of someone in the class that they love as a friend and I say, it doesn't matter who it is, it's just someone you love as a friend. So that way they don't get weird about like, oh, you have a crush on that person or whatever. It's just someone you love as a friend. They think that person's name in their head. We sing the song and they get to choose three different people to call on to see if they're guessing the right person. If after three guesses, they, um, no one guesses correctly, we sing it again, three more guesses, we sing it again, three more guesses. If after nine guesses, nobody has guessed correctly, then they can go ahead and say who it was. And it has to be someone in the room. They really seem to love the game. They get super excited to play it. And Love Somebody is great for Ticket Ticket. I actually use it for my like presentation lesson song because it has T-T, Ticket Ticket, T-T-Ta, which is, you know, so many songs with Ticket Ticket start with the Ticket Ticket. So that one just has kind of a different placement 
and everything else is TT and TA, so it's a good presentation set. All right, and then the last activity I wanna mention for teaching 16th notes is a listening lesson for Mozart's Rondo alla Turca. So the rhythm for this is ticka ticka ta, ticka ticka ta, ticka 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 ta. T T T T T T T T T T T T T T ta. So I have the students read that rhythm first, and then I have them pat the rhythm on their lap, or you could have them clap it in their hands every time they hear it in that piece of music. And then all the other times they can just keep the beat on their lap. And then I ex end up extending it. So like the next day they come in, they read the rhythm again, they pat it on their lap or they clap it. And then for each section, it's the piece is in rondo form does being called Rondo alla Turca. So like for the B section, I have students do a hand jive, which is the same hand jive I have them do for Peace Porch Hot. So it's one they're, they're, you know, they're familiar with. For C, I think I have them pat their head and for D, they walk around the room or something like that. And you can do whatever you want, but like for each section, they're gonna do a different motion, which really helps them understand the concept of form. And every time A happens, every time that theme happens, then they clap or they pat the rhythm again. So it's been a really good way, like I said, to improve their their concept or their understanding of musical form or rondo form if you want to get into rondo form and they really like it and it's so funny because it was somewhat recently I want to say I'm not like an expert about Bluey <laughs> I've only seen I don't know maybe 10 episodes or so really love the show though it's super fun but it is an, an episode of Bluey so now when I play it for students they will often say this was in Bluey so you can explain it's actually been around for a lot longer than Bluey but I'm glad you saw it in Bluey and enjoyed it all right so and then you know with the listening lesson you can also get into what does the composer do I like to show them a picture of Mozart explain when he was born when he died all of that good stuff and they really like the piece of music. All right, so just a short little podcast episode for you today. I hope that's helpful for you as you consider ways to practice 16th notes or ticka ticka. If you're wrapping up your school year, maybe you just think about this for the next school year. In my next podcast episode, Katie and I will be talking about wrapping up our school year. So if you're doing that right now, or if you're about to do that, make sure to tune in. I will also in the show notes, if you go to my website and you click on podcast, then you will find this podcast episode in the show notes. I'm going to link to a set I have in my TPT store called Songs and Activities to Teach Ticka Ticka if you are looking for more details or more resources for teaching that rhythm. All right, that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.